0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week are Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. Justin Davis. Scoop. And sitting in for Tina this week is Mark Medina back on the show. We've been trying to get him on uh, for a couple <laughs> weeks now. Yep. He finally, he finally has time for us. You know, I, I was like, <laughs> ah, I, I fit you in. I fit you yeah. in this time.
1: You know, <laughs> good to be here. Good to be here. No Oh, here. boy. <laughs>
0: Always a pleasure. We have a great show for you this week. We're going to uh, talk about uh, all the, the, the games that we know of that we're expecting in 2022, which now includes a very big one, maybe mm-hmm. the biggest game in mm-hmm. 2022. Mm-hmm. We're going to flip through the June 1998 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly. The classic. First? Yeah. It's a really good era. But first, said big game that has now been delayed into 2022 is... The God of War sequel, God of War Ragnarok, God of War 2, whatever it ends up being called. No longer uh, expected this year, pushed back into 2022, and also confirmed that it's, it's coming to PlayStation 4 in addition to PlayStation 5. And this has been mm-hmm. a, a source of some, um, I don't know if controversy is the right word, but it's a source- consternation. of Consternation. Consternation yeah. for <laughs> some uh, people out there, presumably people that are lucky enough to have a PlayStation 5. Yeah, I mean,
2: well, so first of all, all, to all the gamers out there, this is the first of uh, many games that are going to be delayed into 2022. I'm going to go ahead and (laughs) call that now. Um, You know, COVID has had this knock-on effect in game development for orchestras getting together and recording, you know, mocap sessions not happening. (laughs) VO probably happened, but maybe not some of the rest of it. So um, for big AAA or, you know, whatever you want to call it, quadruple A games, I am expecting more of them to move out of 2021. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah they said they mentioned in the same breath that uh their big other uh, story driven game horizon is still on track for this year but the and, them, they were um, like
2: they were like we th- well, maybe, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. maybe. door open
3: uh, asterisk yeah. and then um and then for uh, God of War, I think that uh, it's it's also something we just haven't seen very much of. So maybe at least this year we'll see a bunch of cool gameplay of it and trailers and stuff like that, yeah. uh, possibly for E3, which is, you know, something you would think we would see a lot of it at.
0: Well, yeah, of course, Sony isn't participating in E3, but there's nothing stopping Sony from having its own, you know, mm-hmm. its own event adjacent to E3. Anytime it might wants. As,
3: might as well show the big games.
0: Might as yeah. well show the big game. Mark God, God, of, God of War was a, a
1: predictable one because in that yeah. same blog post he says like the hardest thing that they've had to do is like mocap and stuff like that. And yeah. God of War is basically a movie, so <laughs> it's not really a yeah. big surprise. So something I wanna I wanna get ahead of, because we, we've been seeing a lot of this on podcast beyond comment section is a lot of people are saying, What how how were people surprised that God of War got delayed out of twenty twenty one? I don't think anyone's surprised, but it's still news. Like They still said it was coming out in 2021, and it's not now. (laughs) But I don't think I'm not
0: surprised. I don't think anybody here is
1: surprised that this happened.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm surprised, but previously there was a big question mark as to when mm -hmm. I should expect to play the next mm -hmm. God of War, and now I know. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, not this year
2: <laughs> you know it's it's the same song and dance as always where we all love video games um, you know and it's a bummer like I'm not going to get to play it as soon as I wanted but ultimately like God of War was my favorite well tied for my favorite game of last generation like I absolutely love it I still think about it all the time and so take all the time you need like I would rather much rather have them get it right mm-hmm. than, than try to rush something out that they're not comfortable with can meet the can meet the quality bar that they want to
3: I think the big the big real news here, too, is that it's coming out on PS4. I think that's fascinating. I, I think it's such an interesting... Like, this would be the game... It's a tough choice to make, right? Because, as they mentioned, there's, like, a, over 100 million people that are on a PS4, and they don't want to cut them out. Except for Ratchet and Clank and Returnal. And the, you know, it, it, it's a really interesting... Um, situation for them to be in. I don't think it's like discounting the success of the PS5 or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's it's telling me also that this game was developed with, you know, the ability to put it on PS4. I don't think it'll be like a Cyberpunk because I think it was made with the same, you know, probably engine that the first game used. Because why not? Because look how amazing this game looks, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I think it'll, you know, be totally a viable PS4 game when it comes out, which is amazing. Two years after the PS4 and our PS5 came out?
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a reflection of the success of the PS5. But I, I, I absolutely think this news is a response to them not being able to get the PS5 in as many people's hands as they
3: want. Yeah, like, it could be. I yeah, don't,
2: I don't, I don't think that God of War Ragnarok or Gran Turismo Seven come to the PS4 if the PS5 is not supply constrained and everyone has bought one that wants one.
1: Yeah. It's mm-hmm. funny to see news stories still in June where they're saying like, Hey, the shortage is, is going to get worse than it get before it gets better. You would yeah. think that by now we'd start seeing them And Gran Turismo is also a really funny one because there are screenshots of when that game was revealed where it mm-hmm. said on the screen, exclusive to PlayStation five. So yeah. it was kind of funny that it was like for you know, they were pretty upfront about horizon and miles Morales. Now we know about God of war, but, uh, Gran Turismo is one that actually walked back where they're like, okay, this actually isn't exclusive anymore.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I I don't know enough about game development to really say, like, there's certainly a through line of discussion of, well, they're going to have to hold their game back now, right? Like, they can't do (laughs) all the crazy stuff that they wanted to do when it came to next gen. But, like, the thing about racing games and a character action game like God of War is um, they can push, like, they're not – it's how many character models are on screen at once. Like, you can make a photorealistic car, and like, you know, Kratos, like, it's the difference between a game running at 1080p and a game running at 4K. Like, that's the primary difference between the PS4 and the PS5. Like, I don't think the rest of the game is going to look that different at all. It's just about how many pixels are going to be pushed on the screen.
1: Um, yeah, it, it it was always about like, you know, a, a lot of people said Tom Marks wrote an article, their famous article about how like the next leap in in, in the next gen is not going to be all about graphics. It's made about yep. things like loading time and stuff like that. <laughs> so when you think of the biggest things for Horizon Zero Dawn is that the loading times were incredibly long and that the game ran at 30 FPS and mm-hmm. they've already like Clarified that the game's going to have a fidelity mode and a performance mode, and that it's basically not going to have load screens. The PS4 version is not going to have those things. It's going to run at 30 FPS and it's going to have load
0: screens more than yeah. likely. Um, yep. that's, that's the a,
1: generational difference. I completely
0: agree. Um, I, guess, I guess I guess I'm of two minds uh, in, in when it comes to the cross generational aspect of like God of War because, like, you know, obviously. Everyone who doesn't have a PS5 yet, this is good news for them. And mm-hmm. obviously, it makes sense for Sony as a business who sold 110 million PS4s. But I also understand the concern that since it has to also run on PS4, maybe it won't be, you know, just as absolutely big and as graphically impressive as it possibly could be if they were just focusing on that one platform. Like, I, sure. I understand that concern too.
3: That's a worry. I mean, especially if it's like, oh, you know, it's clearly an easier game to put on PS4 else Ratchet would be, you know, like it can't all be business. That's to be a development decision. Right. And I think that that's a testament to the strength of this development team is one way to put it. And the other is that, yeah, like we're not getting a probably we're not getting a brand new God of War engine. Does that matter? Probably not. Like this game looks incredible.
2: I think yeah, um, I remember I, with. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think the only part that like, gives me pause is something that you touched on earlier, Mark, which is, you know, God of War was a one take game. Like, it didn't have mm-hmm. loading times. There and are it's no like,
1: loading screens.
2: <laughs> and so, you know, obviously some of that's faked with the, I forget the name of it, but like the yeah. inter-realm area it's, that it's, it's, you go through. Um, but like, you know, that's the part where I'm like thinking about. Some of what the PS5 could pull off that the PS4 might struggle with where I'm like, ooh, I don't know about that. But like I'm not worried about like the core moment to moment action. Like it'll it'll be a difference in frame rate and it'll be a difference in resolution.
1: Yeah. With Horizon I, I you know, there was a, a whole lot of talk before where it was like something like Cyberpunk where it's like drop the old versions because now those you know, that it's being made for those versions. And I I, I maybe it was just me hoping or, and people hoping, but I could have swore that Horizon Forbidden West it, I think, I think we're all under the impression that uh, the game was built for PS5 and being downgraded down to PS4, but in the Game Informer uh, article that came out today, they very clearly say that the game is built for PlayStation 4 from the ground up, it runs great on that system, and then is being upgraded to PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Me not being the biggest, on, I'm bigger on frame rate than I am for graphics. The game looks amazing on PlayStation 5. That's the gameplay we've seen. If that's what the game looks like, I, I think it looks totally fine to me. I'm <laughs> I'm happy with it. <laughs>
3: I, I mean, maybe you know, oh, go ahead. Well, uh, it, there, the, I was thinking about the business side of this as like you know. since they mentioned their install base and consoles exist to sell software, right? Like we know that that's the the reason you have a console is so you can sell a lot more software than consoles. And that's where Sony is going to make their money, but there's pressure to make new consoles because other people make them and people will stop wanting to play the older consoles eventually. But there's this in-between region where it's like, yeah, it totally makes sense to like keep on putting out games for, you know, a hundred million install base. Uh, That's always been that way. Like, People put out Atari games until, you know, 1999 or, or sorry, in 1989, uh, like legit ones like in the box for, because there's just so many Ataris out there and somebody bought them like weird games like Double Dragon got a port to Atari, you know. And of course, every generation seemingly Nintendo has a Zelda game that spans the generations and they know they're, they're like, oh, this is a gr- really good time to put out games on two systems. It's they, they always do it.
2: yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I well, I don't know. I I keep coming back to the idea that like if the if Sony could make and sell as many PlayStation 5s as they wanted, I don't think this happens. If
3: I they really could don't. sell, yeah.
2: Like, you yep. know, if if this was a PS5 exclusive and there's PS5s abundant on store shelves, like what a win and a boon. Like that's what these big, you know, quadruple A like twice a year games are all about is like y- y- you know, software sells hardware. So mm-hmm. it's like Man, I, I think this comes back to them sort of looking at this like they 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 really openly they're like, dude, the PS Five is going to be scarce all the way through twenty twenty two. Like you know, they're signaling that now to level set people's expectations. Like,
3: it sucks. It's not Sony's fault. It's just a knock on effect. Do you think we'll see Ratchet and Returnal ports downwards to the PS Four? I mean, that would be the logical that would be the logical oh thing, thing to gosh. do. Right? People would
1: be so upset. I man, I can't, I can't imagine with Ratchet specifically what we've seen of that game. I can't imagine that that can run. I don't think it's designed to run on anything but something with a super high fast SSD.
0: Return- well, I oh.
3: hope, I hope God of War looks that way. Yeah, I Returnal,
0: say, yeah, Returnal. Uh, might I be more I, likely, but I say that as someone who's not a game developer, but you know. Just yeah, I, I think
1: I think Housemart. The game is very pretty, so yeah. I think the 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 fear that that game wouldn't be able to run at a crisp 60, 60 fps, Mark would just be like, no, nope, nope. I want Mark to put Returnal on PC though, so you know. yeah,
0: that could happen. Um, I, I just thought this quote from Herman Holst, who's head of PlayStation Studios, was odd. He says, you, um, regarding uh, you know uh, cross-generation for God of War, he says, you can't build a community of over 110 million PS4 owners and then just walk away from it, right? I think that would be bad news for fans of PS4 and, frankly, not very good business. Sure, except that that's normally how the video game <clears throat> business works in its entire history. You build a community of however many users and then you walk away from them with your next console. Yeah. So I mean he's that's, acting that's like he's, his answer is kind of like duh but like that's not how it has worked for most of video games life. That's
2: mm-hmm. a respectfully that's kind of a baloney quote. Like yeah. they walked away from the PS1 community. <laughs> like, yeah, and the PS3 know,
0: like Killzone Shadowfall and Infamous Second Son weren't also playable on PS3. Yeah. <laughs> In any case, both PS4 and PlayStation 5 owners will be able to play God of War. Two in 2022, and that's as good a time as any to revisit the release calendar for 2022, which is not, uh, it's not a very long release calendar that we have yet. But there's some notable ones here. <laughs> there are two games. Did you know there are two games that have release dates in 2022, and one mm. of them is a Pokemon game. <laughs> oh, Pokemon no. Legends. Oh, Arsh- that's right. Arceus. Arceus. I don't know how it's pronounced. Arceus. E U S. That one's out January twenty eighth. Wow! Hey, Ar- okay. Isn't it
1: just Arceus? No, no. I, thought, so
0: I, I have no idea. But that makes a lot of sense, Mark, and you're probably
1: yeah. right. I, I'm the, I'm the the not a Pokemon fan, so I don't know. That's like the big open world,
2: you know, like Skyrim-y Pokemon game, right? I think so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at it! Like it looked a little bit rough around the edges when they showed it off, but like, you know, this is if. They get it right. This is like the Pokemon game that people have been sort of clamoring for forever, for decades. Like they want a big, like open world, go everywhere, explore everything. You know, Pokemon game. Um, throwing yeah. throwing throw them. whatever are they called? Fluff apples or whatever.
3: It is funny that it has a date
0: though. Yeah, January twenty eighth. Yeah. First game you can look forward to, as of right now, playing in 2022. Uh, and the other game that has a release date is something I had never heard of before, Shibito Magre. It's, it's March 24th. And I think it has a okay. worldwide release date and I don't know what it is. Tell it's me starting. more. <laughs> Shibito Magre. please be excited for that. Uh, the games coming 2022, along with God of War that we know of, as of right now, may, uh, they might get delayed. Um, Forspoken. Does anyone remember Forspoken from Square mm-hmm. Enix? Oh yeah, you like that's is that a, is that a Medina game?
1: Yeah, you know I love Square Enix. That game looks incredible. Like her just like kicking up a, a, around the the mountains. It, I I just I love the movement. I love how that game looks. It looks gorgeous. Um, yeah. I we don't know a lot about it, so like you know, oh, but know, it's yeah. got big old big old Square Enix monsters, big old Final Fantasy looking monsters. I I'm super in. Yeah, they game oh, looks yeah. awesome post apocalyptic,
0: that's, cool traversal, giant
2: monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to jog my memory. I'm like, that's the one with the crazy cool character movement, right? Yeah.
3: mm mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Yep. And we've yeah. only seen, like, a kind of teaser for that. So yeah. ha- having a 2022 release date, knowing everything we know about all these other games, seems uh, that's, like really close.
1: That's Project Athia,
0: right? I'm not misremembering nah, that, that correctly. So. Yeah. And
3: enix, yeah i think that's what it was yeah
0: square enix is participating in e3 so it's possible we could learn more about Forspoken mm-hmm. very soon mm-hmm. warner brothers has two games gotham knights and suicide squad yeah
2: I'm so excited for both of them
0: what, mm-hmm. uh, what are the odds that they're both out in 2022 yeah. i wish oh, yeah. I, you know it's clear i guess i
2: shouldn't say it's clear like my assumption is that one of them was intended to come out this fall you mm-hmm. know and is now not but um Man, like, I think, I think Gotham Knights is a surprise for me. Like I was expecting that that's sort of the, the, you know, B studio. It's not the big rock steady game that people have been looking Mm -hmm. forward to forever. But like, I just, I was really, really taken with what they showed off and I think, you know, E3 or what they showed off last summer, the four playable characters, how they're really, really leaning into it being basically like a full on RPG at this point. Um, I just, I think it looks great. It's one of my most anticipated games. Um, and then, um, y- you know, obviously Suicide Squad, I think, is going to be amazing too. But it was only shown off in a lot more of like a teasery state. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I would expect Gotham Knights first. Um, and I'm, I misspoke. Warner Brothers actually has three games. There's also Hogwarts Legacy. Oh right. Oh yeah.
2: Another thing we and haven't
0: seen a lot of.
2: They got some bangers coming out. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. But- and uh, they the that stuff was shown at their new streaming event, DC Fandom, last year. That's right, yeah. And I wonder if they'll have <clears throat> another one of those with potentially that and the Harry Potter stuff. That would be like a pretty cool summer uh, showcase for them if yep. they had it. But, but no, no awesome. games to play this fall, which sucks.
0: <laughs> well, we have got Far Cry. Uh,
3: no, no, I mean from from Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, gotcha.
0: mm-hmm. um, uh, Warner Brothers is participating in E3, so we could get some news from them soon. The aforementioned Gran Turismo Seven is due out 2022, both PS4 and PS5. Then uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. is yeah, something that's relevant to many of our interests. Mm-hmm. Game could be good. I don't know. It could be. Yep. I'm, su-
3: I'm surprised. It's- I'm surprised it's projected for 2022 still because we've been hearing about it for a lot longer. Some of these other games.
0: Um, yeah, that's what we're about to see right here. This is why you play as Gollum, and it's more of a stealth adventure game. Mm. Uh, Gollum quite. What was that?
2: I just I think if my memory is correct, I think that might have been like the first next gen game, like a couple years ago or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. and so not that it doesn't look good or cool or isn't worth like people's interest in it, but I think it sort of punched above its weight by just like making splashy headlines to be like, yeah, we're coming to PS Five and Xbox Series X. I think it was even before the Series X had a name.
3: Hmm. I mean, I can't wait to see like what they just showed there, like any type of renderings of. Middle Earth that are, you know, loosely based on Peter Jackson or not. Like, I'm just always excited to see that stuff. And, like, that, like, more stuff, I think he was in, like, I couldn't tell if that was Barad-Dor or, like, a weird place, like, durr or, like, you know, uh, uh, Kirithungo. Like, those are all really fun because they come from a unified description in the books, and some of them have very thin descriptions, and I like seeing pe- how people fill those out and exploring them. That would be the reason to play that game.
0: This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region, where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. One in five Americans has learn a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. (laughs) Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And then Nintendo will be at E3 and I had completely forgotten that they had have, have announced Splatoon 3.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not a Splatoon boy, but like the trailer for 3 was really cool and I remember talking about it on Scoop like Splatoon has always had like deeper lore <laughs> that people yeah. gave it credit for like that these squids or what's that category of animal called that like doesn't
3: have a spine? Yeah, um, cephal- cephalopods. Yeah, Pregobots. like cephalopods.
2: Cephalopods like It's post-apocalyptic where like cephalopods are now have like taken over and become like the dominant thing on the earth. And like that lore has always been there. But now Splatoon 3 is like seems to be really, really leaning into it. Like the trailer has like, you know, wrecked landmarks and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I I think it's actually a pretty cool direction to take that series.
3: Maybe it's the same universe as Pikmin. (laughs) Oh, the Nintendo cinematic universe.
0: (laughs) Uh, and then another one from Square Enix that I'm very excited for is Project Triangle Strategy. Codename mm-hmm. Project Triangle Strategy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the name. <laughs> I, love <that. laughs> I think those are the big ones that have at least been announced for a twenty twenty-two release window. There's other things, of course, like Starfield, which Woo! we kind of Star... expect we kind of expect to come in twenty twenty two, but it hasn't been announced for that yet. Mm-hmm. Things like that. If yep. we if we see Starfield next weekend, I will die. And
1: I think we're going to see But then see you won't it. get to play it. I know. That's the that's the line I walk is getting so excited for a game announcement that I I literally die before the game comes
2: out. Yeah, we were talking about that on Scoop maybe last week or 2 weeks ago when you uh, so rudely declined to join. Mark. That's right. That's um, right. Yep. And like you know, Skyrim has Skyrim has become such a meme at this point, and like you know, Fallout seventy six and Elder Scrolls Blades, like Bethesda's had a few stumbles. That it's like it's easy to forget that like this is this is the thing, like the next big AAA thing from that studio. Yeah. Where you know, I just I couldn't be more excited, um, and I so I'm playing through Mass Effect right now, and I'm so ready for like. Another big take on like you know deep sci-fi lore and planetary mm-hmm.
1: exploration and all of that. Like mm-hmm. we don't we don't actually get that kind of video game that often.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, I love it so much that Todd Howard's like, there's so many people excited for a game that nobody's seen, and I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I've seen mm-hmm. enough. I want to play it. Plus we plus it keeps getting leaked, so it's just like I just can't wait for them to just like show
0: something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, there, if there's actually been leaks like.
2: Oh yeah, there's been
1: there's mm-hmm. been hella
2: leaks.
0: For, like, yep. Any like gameplay footage or any details? Yeah, it's the like,
1: gameplay footage, but it's from a build that was from like yeah. 2018. Old. So like they're like they have confirmed, yeah, that's the game, but like th- what you're saying is not accurate. So Bethesda what did the like right now. thing where they were like they were like yeah, it's real, but it's really old. Like
2: y- <laughs> you know, stay tuned. So that's yeah. the right way to handle that, I think.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, please be excited. Fall twenty twenty two, God of War two on PlayStation, Starfield on Xbox, and Breath of the Wild two on Nintendo Switch. Pro. You think
1: you think Breath of the Wild two is is twenty twenty two? So many people think it's coming this <coughs> year.
2: I mean, you I just slipped that one in there, Damon. We didn't even talk about that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Again, that's just another one that ha- hasn't been pinned down to any sort yeah, of n- release window. Nintendo and Pokemon
3: company gave you know their Pokemon game release date, but Breath of the Wild is totally totally unknown.
0: I certainly it's hard hope, to say. I would love to play it sooner than later, but
2: I mean I'm assuming I'm assuming it'll launch with, you know, the long rumored Nintendo Switch Pro no. with with you know forward compatible options or whatever you want to call it. Like it'll be another game, another sort of Zelda game that spans generations, as you pointed right, out
1: earlier. Right now we're living in a world where where new Nintendo Switch or Nintendo Switch Pro is just is just trending every day on Twitter because yep. people think that to, you know they think that the Nintendo conference next Tuesday or Tuesday after next Tuesday is, is going to be Switch Pro games and that they have to release this Nintendo Switch Pro or, you know, release the announcement for it before that. So it's just like every single day. Every, every... That's such a Nintendo weird cruise.
3: series of assumptions.
1: I know. And I know. There's,
3: there's no historical basis. Like, <laughs> it, that's just, it, it's just, it, just very like No, thought.
1: like, actual certainty, but it, it just, I don't know, it's one of those things where it's like, when, it, when something trends this hard and there's so <laughs> many, like, leaks and thoughts about it and like store listings are showing up. I don't know. You just start, to, really, you just start to believe it's true.
2: <laughs> it's really funny to me that Nintendo went out of their way. I don't have the exact verbiage in front of me but they're like, join us for 45 minutes of exclusively software yep. reveals. Yeah. Like they, they went out of their way to say they're not talking about hardware but that just fueled the fire more. It's like then it was exactly what Mike said like, they must be showing it off before then.
1: Yeah. They announced they they denied Switch Lite's existence until the day they revealed it. So, you know I who do, knows. I, 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 yeah. Well. Okay.
0: We can leave it at that. <laughs>
2: I, I I think it's real. Like I believe it's I coming. think it's I think it's real as well. Yeah.
0: You it's believe time. it's coming before E three. The announcement.
2: I don't know. We're running out of days for it to be before e three. Um, mm. It's one of those things where uh, it becomes this conspiracy theory of uh, of whenever like whenever the prediction doesn't come to pass, that just builds on the lore of like, oh, I know we said it was going to be June second, but actually now there's signals that maybe it'll be June fourth. So yep. that's uh, conspiracy yeah. theories. But we do live in a world where like in between us recording this and it going live, like it could absolutely happen overnight. It could happen any time.
0: Something yep. very similar happened with Next Gen Console Watch this week. <laughs> and that brings us to the June 1998 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly with Turok 2 here on the cover. A game I think I only played with you, Sam, in our office like last year. That's right. Or two years ago now. Yeah. That's right. We, we ran around a very empty sewer. Yeah. <laughs> it it's notable for having a cool opening... Um, the the logo for the developer iguana. <laughs> it's a pretty good little sequence in the game. Why were we playing that? Why were we playing that? I think we just I found don't... a bunch of N sixty four games. Yeah. And it was a Friday. You Often yeah. didn't need a reason, man.
3: remember man. when I found the Game Shark and figured out how to add the Star Fox R wing yes. to Ocarina, and I had yeah. to put in games like Turok or Goldeneye to like get that to work or to reset the Game Shark. That was a yeah, good, that was day. good day. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs>
0: Anyway, we go to letters. the letter of the month. Now, remember, this is June, so coming not too uh, long after the April issue. Alex wrote in to say, an avid reader of your magazine and a subscriber. Since the beginning, I never thought I'd be writing one of those letters with some insidious gripe no. towards your hard work, but you have now gone too far. Picture a <laughs> faceless EGM reader who reads of a video game based on the film Goldeneye. Pictures within show images of all five bonds. Lazenby, Dalton, Moore, Brosnan, and Sean Connery, an avid fan of the Bond series and exuberant at the possibility of pitting Connery, God Among Men, against Pierce Brosnan, his young protege, I, (laughs) needless to say, was quite let down when it was revealed they would not be included due to copyright reasons. All lawyers must die. Look, lawyers don't the ones that decide that. Anyway, six months later, a tired man staggers home from work and finds a golden ray of hope, his EGM in the mailbox. The wrapper is opened, the excitement builds. He thumbs through the mag reading through various articles and is most satisfied. As he reaches the tricks of the trade section, he glances at something long since forgotten, the missing bonds and a method to release them from their legal prisons. Joy overcomes, (laughs) tears flood his eyes, and he immediately calls as many people as would be interested, one. But then glancing to the cover, his dreams are crushed April 1998, visions of Shang Long flood to his brain and he knows the horrible, horrible truth. His head gets light, his mind goes blank and then yes, he commits the ultimate sin. He purchases another mag to corroborate, one with a title that rhymes with <laughs> Tame Ho. <laughs> but alas, it is too late, the damn done, <laughs> his heart crushed. Of course, this would have been an April Fool's good joke. Yeah,
2: um, although Goldeneye really did have a bunch of like secret codes and stuff mm-hmm. that would be un- unveiled years later.
3: I was unaware of Bondgate and that th- there was bond mem- yeah. missing bonds from that game. It sounds like it was something that was maybe in these EGM issues of this era that I just didn't follow.
0: Yeah. Not everyone had as good a uh, uh, as good as sport about it. Rex Liu Tourette, wrote in and say, "I hate your weak magazine. I'm switching <laughs> to Game Fan. You guys printed the wrong cheat for GoldenEye 007. You guys got all my hopes up, and the code didn't work. You guys are a bunch of pathetic, incompetent, ballsuckers. suckers. Oh <laughs> you guys are so stupid. <laughs> you probably didn't even know what incompetent means, and you misspelled <clears throat> incompetent twice. Well." <laughs> Hey, good on them for printing that letter.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I have to say, I, I, I'm not surprised by this comment at all because,
3: I, I mean, mean, yeah, no some weird. things never yeah, change. Gotta, gotta see them every day still. Mark, this is from a time before comments. These yeah. are actually missives on paper. Epistolary it, it, comments.
1: Now they get to just tag me directly on Twitter and tell me what kind of a yeah. failure I am.
3: <laughs> when it was just mail, you could just throw it away.
1: Right? Now it's there forever, and I just block them.
3: And you knew it would be a good letter if it had mail uh, envelope arch. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh. So the question of the moment, this issue was, don't you hate it when? And people were prompted to write in. Uh, a lot of them have at AOL email addresses. Write in with their answer to don't you hate it when? Don't you hate it when you're in a heated golden eye battle and you blow yourself to bits with a remote mind yeah don't don't you hate it when in an old nes battery backup games you forget to hold reset before turning it off mm-hmm. that wasn't that widely known too i, I think know, that's I funny i know i know hmm. don't you hate it when you've packed 48 hours into final fantasy 7 only to find the next morning that your dumbass excuse for a nephew has deleted your game from the memory card to make room for a resident evil 2 save that's a rookie mistake when you're playing a
1: Final Fantasy game that long. Everyone knows you save, you R2, you save again, you R2, you save. "Come on now."
2: But like, that's but a, the, the bit memory on the memory cards back then, like it was crazy. Like the memory card would have 15 blocks on it. Yeah, they were just mm-hmm. that's what they were called. And then some games would take up like two or three yeah. blocks to save your game. Yeah, like,
3: on GameCube, like Super Smash Brothers was like 49 out of 50 blocks. And it was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, well, I guess this is my Smash save now." Yeah, and well, they're yeah, expensive. You, the cards yeah. are like thirty or forty bucks. You know? you when you, never, you go,
2: will
1: on- ever be able to get away with that anymore?
3: <laughs> yeah, when you go to
1: save, when you—I <laughs> you, don't know if that was sarcasm—but uh, when you go to save on a Final Fantasy game, yeah, it's like it shows ninety-nine slots, but like, yeah, they don't really tell you that. Yeah, every time you save, it's taking up more <laughs> and more memory.
0: You can't actually use them all. <laughs> they had a feature. It slices and dices. Sega focuses on Katana. Put Saturn in the closet, um, mm. but actually, if you get dig into the text, they don't really have any information about the Katana, the Dreamcast codename Katana. They have a lot of information on the final batch of games that were coming from the Saturn, uh, and it's, so this is June '98. They were hoping the Katana slash Dreamcast would be revealed in at the Tokyo Game Show maybe mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Last year, I just want to remind everyone that the Katana is a much cooler name than Dreamcast. Yeah, it sure yeah. certainly is.
3: Hmm. There was an E3 that year too. Is that not, I know it wouldn't be mentioned this issue because this issue was written in April, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so do you, E3
2: would
0: have been in May, I think. I mean, then, so. that, that console would be out the next year. The Dreamcast would be. Oh, I mean, yeah. They even mentioned that somewhere. They said they mentioned they're targeting September 1999. Wow, accurate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Sega told us the September 1999 release date is the plan for the U.S. launch. But they didn't mention 9999. Yeah, Sega Too franchise clever. most wanted on Katana number one Sonic the Hedgehog, followed by Virtua Fighter, Virtua Cop, Daytona, Alex Kidd, and finally Sega Rally.
3: Wow! I mean, that shows you just like seeing things in three D was really cool back then.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: for sure. I miss I miss it's, Virtua Cop.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. It's an on Unreal shooter, right? Yeah, although I, like
2: as those words are coming out of my mouth, I'm like maybe like it being a shooter is not. Great for like, you need to be shooting zombies or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure.
3: I mean, it was kind of like a trainer, right? It had like little mini games and you'd move on. Like, wasn't that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I only know it from arcades and I always walk past it being like, who'd want to play that game? But there's always people playing mm. um, it.
0: Light, light guns. Yeah. News tidbits PlayStation stores to 10 million. <clears throat> Sony announced April 2nd they have sold 10 million PlayStations in North America since the system's September 1995 launch. Uh, I don't know. Ten million systems sold in three years wouldn't be that impressive today. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. guess that just shows you how different it is.
2: Yeah. All all those sales figures are always so fascinating. Like you know, we all know that video games have grown and become this big dominant, you know, entertainment medium. But like once you see like an apples to apples comparison, where like it soared to ten million units sold in three years, it's like, dude, they like <laughs> that wouldn't even be a blip anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Resident Evil Two scores. Capcom announced that in only six weeks, the company had sold an unprecedented 3 million units of Resident Evil 2 worldwide, with more than a million in the U.S. at 1.9 million in Japan. I wonder hmm. if it would go on to outsell, hmm. if the North American market would go on to outsell the Japanese market for Resident Evil 2. Hmm. Also, did you notice, I, I guess they actually cut up a Sega Saturn controller here to make it look like it had been sliced by a katana?
3: Oh, it's got to be. Oh. It's got to be something they did in... In editing, photo editing software. Or something. I don't know. It's
0: 1998. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Acclaim, Acclaim Entertainment picks up the license to Comedy Central South Park.
3: Yeah, that before- was that re- re- resulted in a pretty s- poor series of Nintendo 64 and PlayStation games. Yep. I was going to
0: mm-hmm. say before the Stick of Truth, were there any good South Park games? No, there was a racing game that people played.
1: I played the first-person shooter one on N64. I think it's just called
0: South Park. And then South
1: Park, Chef's Love Shack, which was just like a game show.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't remember either of them being very good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is a two-page ad for Hot Shots Golf. And I just thought it was just an odd choice for what they went with. The scene is a parking lot of a golf course. And there's a lot of fancy black cars. But one car looks less nice and is yellow. And it just says, it's golf. For anybody? Oh, oh. Hmm. so it's a message like, "Hey, if you suck and you're poor, yeah.
3: this is yeah. your golf yeah. game." This poor, poor golf people
1: game. can play too. Yeah,
3: maybe yeah. they're saying that's like a cool hip car because uh, it's not <laughs> like a banged up wooden station wagon or
0: something. No, I don't, yeah.
1: Well, very strange. Well, anyway. the one on the left—that's a Porsche, you know. And the, the other ones are black, so they're automatically cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So they're saying, you know, that one kind of looks like
0: uh, you got a Volkswagen and a BMW in there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hot Shots Golf does rule.
0: To be fair, Shots Golf does rule, and they've got a quote mm-hmm. from ESPN that says the graphics are so vivid it's like watching golf on TV. <laughs> well, no, you know the whole thing is that it's kind of a cartoon
2: that stuff is never going to get old and i know i know we're still falling into that trap now of like the graphics are eye-popping like you know and in 20 years it's going to sound stupid but like
1: it's it's so funny that they would even claim that though when the game is like supposed to be kind of (laughs) cartoony my favorite one is you know forever for 30 years
2: now it's been like the graphics look like toy story that's what video game graphics have been compared
0: to yep and I don't know how long it's been since you watched the original Toy Story, but video oh. game graphics have long surpassed the original <laughs> Toy Story.
3: <laughs> Does mm-hmm. it look like uh, that MTV video? Was that <laughs> what, the, um, the Dire Straits <laughs> the one, that, one? Yeah, it's the Dire quite, Straits video. That Weird Al parodied? Yeah, it's not quite that bad.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, remember forever opening a magazine uh, in 1999, 2000, and seeing the like all the main characters from Final Fantasy X and being like, that's it? This is yeah. this is the peak. They look like real people. Mm-hmm. It'll never look better. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
0: the Quarterman Gaming Gossip and Speculation says, by the time you read this, Squaresoft should have made an official announcement concerning its future publishing intentions, with Einhander being the last Square game to be published by SEA, Sony. It's thought that all further games, including Parasite Eve and Brave Fincer Musashi, will be published mm. by Square itself. Brave Fencer Musashi was the 20 questions game last week. Mm-hmm. Oh and what!
1: I missed a brave Fencer Musashi twenty yeah. question. Yeah, yep. you did. We needed um, you. Stupid yeah, Horizon yeah. Forbidden West we had, reveal. We had no
3: chance. <laughs>
0: oh, I love that game. And actually, Square would enter an agreement with EA so that EA would publish its games for a while in North America. So I believe at least Brave Fencer was published by EA. Okay.
4: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, uh, following from the queue's revelations last month concerning a Tomb Raider-style game featuring Indiana Jones coming from LucasArts, the EGM spy network has heard distant rumblings that something even more exciting may be on the horizon. Do the words, Episode 1, mean anything to anyone? <laughs> 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 oh, what, what, did they make a game based on Episode 1? Yeah, they made a yeah. hundred of them. Hype. <coughs> yeah. Um, oh, and then this is good one. Nintendo and Rare have apparently been in negotiations over forthcoming James Bond-related titles, having failed to get their hands on Tomorrow Never Dies. Who knows how that happened? They are now locked in meetings regarding the next Bond movie, due nineteen ninety nine. In the meantime, mm-hmm. though, we can expect to see a licenseless spy shooter at E three in May, yeah. which makes use of Rare's second-generation Gold Knight engine, which of course would be Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark, dark. yeah, yeah great know. rumor. Nintendo adds color. Great game. Great game. Nintendo's Game Boy is about to get a much needed boost. That's right. Nintendo of America has officially announced that it will release the Color Game Boy, a color version of their popular handheld system in the U.S. in late summer. I love love that
3: Clear Game Boy case so much. And if you recall, Damon, I've been trying to source a version of a TV that's that Mm, for uh, office use, which I think is really funny. And I found out those only exist because of prisons.
0: Um, oh yeah, I remember oh. we talked about this before. Yeah, Yeah, like yeah, a they, clear CRT. Cool. You anything in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. That's the Game Boy I had growing up. Was a clear one.
0: Oh
3: really? Yeah. Nice. Wow. I had a phone like that.
1: Yeah, I still have it. It's somewhere, but the 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 coils where the battery is, one of them's broke, and so I like I used to have to shove tinfoil. I don't think it works anymore though.
0: Oh, although when it's I a good solution when I think about those colored those. Translucent TVs, I think you could stick a weapon in there and I would be none the wiser. You would just have no idea. You'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. TVs are built with swords, guys. Come
3: on. Oh, is that I the color blade? Fine.
0: Is what now? Oh, yeah. Color well, speaking of Sam, they, they released a, a clear Saturn. They called the Skeleton Saturn.
2: Mr. Isn't Bones. Mr. Yeah. Bones. Man,
0: that is so, so cool. I, I think it's it. really cool. I, I've yeah. never seen that one before. I don't think it was released outside of Japan. Mm -hmm. um but then there's a report on uh the tokyo game show there's nothing really interesting in in their updates but i want to point out there's a photo from gamest staff gamest is a japanese game magazine at least it was Mm -hmm. and this is some sort of a promotional thing from the show and it says gamest staff the future kick your ass (laughs) (laughs) it sure does (laughs) i love it yeah
2: dude they were right Stuff YouTube kick your ass. Been not, been not great over the last 18 <laughs> months or so. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: this is interesting. It's an ad for Messiah, the game Messiah, which remember this is 1998. I don't believe that game would be released until 2000. Ooh. I've uh, never heard of this game. It's from Shiny, makers of Earthworm Jim. Lots of praise from a lot of gaming magazines here. Uh, Next Generation said one of the deepest, most involving, and most cleverly designed games ever released on PlayStation. I think IGN gave it a 7.5 when it it eventually came out. And wait a minute. I think I have mixed up, or something happened. Two ads have been mixed up here. This is an ad for Messiah. This is for Abe's Odyssey. Now yeah i was looking at those screenshots yeah I'm like, that's 100 just saves odyssey <laughs> so these quotes are for abe's odyssey but i don't know where the rest of the ad for messiah is unless this was it maybe they're just this is like viral marketing in 98 just messiah and a weird logo and then it would be out two years later
3: i thought it was like a doll head and the critics were losing their heads or <laughs> attached that i think I it's
0: like a, it's like a cherub
2: angel yeah this is very yeah. confusing i remember anyway. that game now i remember that game now i'd forgotten about it till you just said that damon you played as a little cherub Floating around,
0: uh, Quest 64. Oh, an boy. ad for Quest 64, which Nintendo Power said will set the standard for 3D epics, and EGM said incredibly sweet graphics.
1: I don't mm. think this notably really... notable. Yeah, I
0: don't, <laughs> I don't think the eventual release uh, counts qualifies as incredibly sweet graphics. Mission Impossible coming summer 1998, and they also have a little preview of it. Some Uh, thought by the time the Mission Impossible game finally came to the Nintendo 64, Tom Cruise would be old, senile, and in a wheelchair. What? (laughs) What if we could? What if? What if we told them that in you know 2021, Mission Impossible sequels would still be going strong, probably better than ever, and Tom Mm -hmm. Cruise would still be doing his own stunts. Mission Mm -hmm. Impossible Fallout, man, that movie's amazing. I love that movie. And I'm not even a
1: huge Mission Impossible fan, and I I watched it. I was like, man, this movie's great. They're all great.
0: i agree maybe not three i'm not a big fan of three what oh, Three's so good you're right two. i'm, I'm two. thinking of two i'm thinking of two you're right oh Many. we were about to i was oh. <laughs> <laughs> in their preview gallery gallery they have superman 64 from the info yeah. we have right now uh superman 64 is a final fight-esque action-adventure game it's a well, final to Fight fight-esque no it is not it... a quarter I want to start fly describing. Through,
2: some, fly through, fly through rings. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna find some IGN article and I'm gonna change like a Batman Arkham description to like, oh, it's a Final Fight esque, like you know, action adventure game.
0: Uh, this is an ad for uh, some uh, an accessory. We see a pile of game controllers. It says, "Not cool, mm-hmm. thumb control pads, wheels you sit on, designer joysticks, way cool." The Air Racer Optical 3D wow. Controller, <laughs> no. which looks like a flight... Not a flight script, but like a flight mm-hmm. control. Look at video. that guy! Yeah, and then I guess it it's It looks like, kind of like a squid. I guess what? it's motion controls because they have six pictures of this <laughs> dude just flailing his body around in the he,
3: I swear z- to God yeah, your they air got, moves control the
1: action <laughs> I never they got one like, picture of him and uh, they just put him in photoshop and they just turned him different uh, ways <laughs> his I legs never, are bent the same in every picture <laughs> I so badly want to find the photos they didn't use
0: <laughs> oh I know yeah they're
2: so good
0: yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll try to enlarge these photos the best I can and put them on Twitter or something. I hope this guy's having a great day. Uh, <laughs> he, he was during this photo shoot, I think. <laughs> yeah. um, a preview of Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm, sure. Move over, mm-hmm. Bond. Solid Snake is back. I love how they say, uh, in case you're not familiar with Metal Gear, here's the story. The original metal gear was released in 1987 for the msx Mm -hmm. and later made its way to the famicom where it was then brought to the united states by konami for the nes the game which was awesome by the way starred solid snake an agent on a top secret mission to destroy a weapon known as metal gear before it was unleashed on the world by an evil tyrant it Mm -hmm. spawned an msx sequel in japan called solid snake which was a lot better than the sequel that reached the united states metal gear 2 snakes revenge for the nes but the series has been dormant ever since until now I have that's to say good uh, yeah that's like a very for like you know we tease these magazines sometimes for
2: just like d- flubbing facts or like getting things yeah. wrong it's like that's very very
1: astute and like very. I, very I could loaded. be wrong about this but aren't those two very wildly different games though the nintendo version is not the same as the other one like kojima didn't even work on the nintendo No version. that's a uh, that's well. metal gear 2 is what you're thinking
2: yeah. of yeah there, was, <laughs> there there were two right. there were
0: two metal gear 2s and Got I, it. I'd be surprised if the average reader of EGM in 98 had ever heard of the MSX. I've barely heard of right. the MSX. I know. Uh, a preview for Pocket Fighter, <laughs> which I, was, I, I guess I probably forgot it existed, but this is a series I'd very much like to see return. hmm The cute.
3: Oh, yeah. I don't know this one.
0: Yeah, I the almost – um, I, I, um, I only know the title. Street Fighter. That's
3: like,
2: cool. Last year in the midst of like you know quarantine depression, I almost bought a Neo Geo Pocket Color. Just to like get you know Pocket Fighter and a few other games like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and a preview of Rival Schools, which I, anytime I anytime I get the chance to, uh, my favorite fighting game of all time. The, and the I mean, only one I've ever been good at. I don't know about that screenshot. Well, yeah, you know, a... I mean, it's in the game. It's in the game. Okay. What is this uh, Duke Nukem? What was that Duke Nukem ad? Why a, is he? Show it's a show us your best impression of Duke Nukem to win this
1: contest. Oh, okay, all right.
0: There's a two page ad for Einhander. This game will be reviewed in this very issue of EGM. Uh, quick preview of Bushido Blade Two, which is coming out to Japan, and they say it's a hundred percent done at this point. Oh, and man. a preview of Brave Fencer Masashi. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that you're a Brave Fencer fan, Mark. Me too. Oh man, well I'm a I'm
1: Japanese RPGs on PlayStation One. That was like my jam. Like that was yep. all right, the first th- first game I played was Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation. I was like, what? I Are don't you not <laughs> I, t- I just tell him to attack and then it kind of clicked and then that was it Finality eight seven eight nine brave Prince Musashi parasite Eve like that was like when I became a gamer was uh was was PlayStation 1, you know, Square Enix, really, or Squaresoft at the time. <laughs> I got, I, I like,
2: millions of uh, American boys uh, and girls got taken in by the Final Fantasy VII ad, like the television ad, and it was a big thing. Like, oh, it's a game big enough and important enough to be running ads on, like, primetime TV. And, of course, it was nothing but the FMV, and then the game, mm. you know, the game's incredible and, like, was impressive with the pre-rendered backgrounds, but, like, the game didn't look <laughs> anything like right. that.
1: Um, the old blocky hands? Oh boy. Well, the thing with Brave Fencer Musashi is it came with a demo for Final Fantasy VIII. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like their Trojan horse to be like, hey, play Brave Fencer Musashi because you can try out Final Mm Fantasy VIII. Yeah, like Crackdown with Halo 3.
3: Uh, Or or Metroid Prime 2 with a bunch of games.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ashido Blade is another series I would love to see return. uh, Fighting game with one or two hit kills Weapons-based fighting game, one or two hit kills. One meaning, like you can, if you're gonna hit their arm, they're gonna lose their arm. But one more hit and they're gonna be dead. I just love to see like a realistic take on Japanese sword fighting rendered mm-hmm. with today's graphical possibilities.
2: that would be cool. It's a good idea but for okay. a game.
0: Well, what's
3: Mark? What's the what's the reaction thing we did to the, with a sword expert? It's like a really realistic sword fighting game with like horrible decapitations and arm severance. I'm not sure. Sound like a UK yeah. thing. The it was, that it was a UK videos. thing, but it was, yeah, I know. It was yeah, just like, a, it, it, there's an ultra realistic sword fighting game. Point is, it, there, we have a very funny, great reaction of, from an uh, actual fencer that, that talks about the styles of fighting in the game, and it's like, the game's pretty accurate. The game, and then, it's. And he's surprised at how violent it is, though. He's like, <laughs> did not expect that head to
0: come off then. it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what do you make of this ad in 1998? An ad for all the Final Whoa. Fantasy Game Boy games, and all these, all the box art is sporting the Sunsoft logo.
3: Mm.
0: Sunsoft,
3: the box that's on the box too. Yeah,
0: on on each one: Final Fantasy Adventure, Final Fantasy Legend Two, Final Fantasy Legend, and Final Fantasy Legend Three, and they all say Sunsoft. So this this
3: could be related to what the the. At the head of this issue, remember they're talking about SquareSoft's going to like publish their own games now. Yeah, uh I, I guess, guess so. I guess there is some other publishing situation. That's not the weirdest yeah. thing about this, though. The weirdest thing about this is that these, one of these games is ten years old, <laughs> and it's got an ad yeah. in a magazine. Yeah, like yeah, uh, that's insane. Like Final Fantasy Legend Three, I think, was the last of these, and that came out in, like ninety-two or ninety-three. That's insane. Mm.
0: The copy says, so you thought that you had rid the world of evil monsters, dark knights, vicious overlords and devils. Well, guess what? They're back. And this time they're coming at you all at once. So maybe they're being re-released. No. Yeah.
3: You know, final fantasy legend was my first, uh, ever RPG. And that's how I got into RPGs was playing that. And I got two and three and was obsessed with them. And then I got final fantasy on NES. My first well, RPG is
2: a real, that's a good topic for discussion. I, I, mine was not. Well, I, I had a similar journey as Mark, where I like didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa. what do you mean? I can't just hit a button and attack.
3: Mine might yeah. have been flipped. Yeah. I might have had the the NES one first, but I, I got those basically at basically the same time because they're around at the same time. And um, the that was true. The, the fighting was confusing. But what was really confusing to me was equipment. <clears throat> I was like I bought the sword why am I not stronger now and I was just getting yeah. my ass handed to me by imps in the forest outside of the <laughs> first castle and I, I didn't realize I was like naked and without any weapons because
1: you have oh, to buff everything. Yeah. yeah.
0: Back then it, it's much harder to tell which uh, what characters can use which weapons and whether or not exactly a new weapon is going to be an improvement or not. It's much yep. more, yeah. Yeah. That's very more vague.
1: And, and it's like some games they visually show it, yeah. You know, upgrades and armor and, and weapons and stuff like that, but it's like not all of them. Like Final Fantasy, they just show the weapon. Like your yeah, character always looks the same. Upgraded, <laughs>
0: but the, yeah, the gear always looks the same. Yeah. Uh, another quick preview from Thrill Kill, which is a game I mentioned before, uh, a game that was finished. It was, it was a four based fighter that was the only selling point is that it was very, very graphically violent at the time. It was scrapped before it was ever released, uh, but I had a bootleg copy of it that I was very proud of back in the day. Wow. And then... Silhouette Mirage was a game I'd completely <clears throat> forgotten about, but I totally had on PlayStation. It was a, a like a run and gun, two D yep. platformer with really cool animation, and it was published by Working Designs, which at the time was they were just like the 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 leading publisher for bringing over Japanese games in, in really good packages. Is it left I mean, or right? Yeah, it was so like, like Gunstar Heroes.
2: I mean it's treasure, it's the same yeah. 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 Same I way. mean silhouette mirage rules. <laughs> and I, I had the same reaction as That's you
0: just crazy. seeing that. I haven't thought of it in a long, long time. Another weird peripheral, like like uh goofy peripherals, gimmick <laughs> peripherals must have been so big. This one's called the video game control glove. Mm. And I think Sam, we've watched like a an old like infomercial yeah. about how this thing works.
3: Yeah, yeah, we did back
0: in the day. But like based on this ad, is you have no idea why you might want to buy this controller and how it might benefit you. I can't even
1: tell what the glove is, I'll I be know, honest with exactly you. It looks transparent. transparent. I don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh I just wanted to point out this ad an ad for Aero Fighters assaults Aero Fighters is an old arcade, you know, shoot 'em up series that which is top down and vertical. I guess there is a 3D version that came to N64 in, in the 90s that's more of a flight sim. I also um
2: I want to point out that in their ad, in their print ad, they have a quote from bird.taponline.com.
0: Yep. Bird.taponline. <laughs> yes.
2: You can just do whatever you wanted back then.
3: <laughs> no IGN?
0: No I always,
2: IGN. That's, why, that's how I spotted bird.taponline, because I always scan these ads to see if there's an early IGN quote or not.
0: Mm. There's a quote from Q64 that says, this game is one of those evergreen titles that will hang around the system forever. I don't know if that's Aero Fighter's Assault. Well, all no. right. Uh, you may remember a few of these uh, issues ago that we looked at. There was a game called Fishing to Bassing.
3: And mm-hmm. here's another oh, yeah. one,
0: a preview for a game called Get Bass, which I think <laughs> yes. is Sega's bass fishing as it was released here, but cool. shows up in this magazine as Get Bass. Yeah,
3: well, I, I don't a, lie. All
0: right.
2: Yeah, I have a real soft spot for fishing RPGs. One Are just came out on the RPG switch divisions? that I might buy.
0: This one's an arcade game, so I don't know how many arcade okay, okay, or, okay. Or RPG elements sort have in there. <clears throat> an ad for ZD TV, your computer channel, Ziff Davis TV. <clears throat> the most <clears throat> entertaining display of technology since the Bug Zapper, it says. And the small Wait, print you can... says, What's that?
2: I just, you can really tell how entertaining it is by this
0: ad. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Introducing ZDTV, the cable channel devoted exclusively to computing and the internet, a tantalizing blue light on the front porch of cable television. Tune in in for shows like Call for Help and Really Get Connected to Your Computer or Explore the Best of the Web on Internet Tonight. I think this is what you might call a house ad because yeah, this is what you call I think EGM
3: ad. was ho- was published by the previous incarnation of Zip Davis, which is different than the one that it was. Uh, is I the think owner of IGN now.
2: Mm-hmm. Internet Tonight is a really good name for something in 2021. It
0: is, it is. and I think we probably can use it. Since we're owned by Z- Ziff Davis. So yeah, <laughs> but there was, a, there, was
2: that weird, there was that weird corporate divorce where like the cover of this yeah. magazine is uh, like their website was videogames.com, which is, you know, GameSpot owns that now. So, mm. like, there was some split between, like, yeah. IGN Ziff Davis and then the
0: other ZD stuff. Yep. Yeah. Well, we should try to do something with internet tonight. But, but we have a show called <laughs> Review Crew. We do I'm have just that, point that out. we're looking
1: at right here, <laughs> review crew, and you <laughs> John might see a <laughs> <making it> familiar <laughs>
0: face <laughs> on this page, that's right, in this issue they review 1080p snowboarding, They give it a 9.5 uh, at the high end and a 7.5 on the low end, I thought that game had the best looking snow I'd ever seen
4: in the mm-hmm. game at
0: that time, mm-hmm. sure, uh, they also review AGH Atari Collection 2. Sam, what do you think AGH is for? Arcade Game Heroes? Atari G-H. Game Hits? Atari, Atari, game, I, hits Atari, Atari, Atari Collection game House. 2? Yeah. They thought it was yeah. okay. Are, I it have could, no idea. It got sevens and sixes. They reviewed Blasto, the Phil Hartman game, the 3D platformer. Yeah. Uh, got a five on the low end, seven and a half on the high end.
2: What the death trap dungeon? What are they doing? That game's great.
0: Well, maybe is it better on PC because it got a three point five on the low end. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't venture into this gloomy and frustrating Tomb Raider wannabe. That's what they said. So, Justin, I can Mm.
1: I can get you in touch with the guy who gave it a (laughs) five point (laughs) L. I know,
0: I know him. (laughs) But Einhander, my man, Einhander got. All, All nines. Straight nines.
2: Oh, wow, look at that. Nice. That's, that's pretty, you like, well, this is the era where I was collecting and obsessively reading EGM every single month. Like, this is when, like, I was forming my identity as, like, video games are my thing. And, like, it's pretty bold. Like, they have good taste, or I feel like it informed my taste of, like, you know, the game getting a 9.5 is Einhander. It's not, like, yeah. you know, Madden or, yeah. or, or or whatever. Like, that's 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 pretty interesting, I yeah. think.
0: Yeah, even though it's it's rendered in 3d it's still an old school like arcade style game yeah uh hot shots golf got eights and a seven which i'm a little bit surprised by that pitfall 3d a game i've never played but john davison gave it a (laughs) 2.0 i
4: don't remember that utterly
0: irritating it's not big or clever it's cheap and horrible and i bloody well hate it I could, no. just, I could just hear him saying that, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then someone else gave it a seven. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, then Kelly said, I really enjoyed this game.
3: <laughs> There's some very, very bad games reviewed in this magazine.
0: Yeah. I love it. Stuff I've never heard of. Rascal on PlayStation. Got fours <laughs> and threes. Uh, San Francisco Rush on PlayStation, PS1, got fives and fours. And I, okay. th- I always thought the IGN, old school IGN crew loved that game, but maybe it was the N64 version. Yeah. Maybe, and
3: also, the I mean, the arcade machine,
0: right? We have an Yeah, office. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. That's maybe look, it. look at Tekken three, though.
1: Tekken oh, three, man.
0: three tens and a nine.
1: Tekken three was was the turning point for that series. That game is dramatically oh, yeah. different than Tekken two. That game is amazing. So now, the
0: be the you know, of that series,
2: knowing what I know now that, um, you know, and I apologize for all the kids listening to the show, but Sushi X is not real. He doesn't exist. So the three human beings that actually exist gave the game a ten.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then Sushi X in air quotes gave it a nine. What? So they were just like, "What's we... that about?"
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't think we should. We should give this one four tens. Do
2: you think mm. that's what it's about? Like the pantheon of like, okay, we all really, really love it, but we don't want to give it the perfect
0: forty. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. Maybe there's someone we can ask about that. That's true. Yeah. They reviewed three Game Boy games: Bomberman, Game Boy, Legend of the River King. Speaking of fishing RPGs, although mm-hmm. that got four mm-hmm. it too. And Mystical Ninja. Mm. Sam, can you believe Mystical Ninja, which got threes and a a five- A port
3: of the SNES game or something related to Legend of the Mystical Ninja?
0: I think it was probably a port of a Famicom game from many, many years before this. But John Davidson said, run from room to room, slapping Mm. bad guys, picking up objects, and occasionally popping into a shop to replenish health or weapons. Whoa, careful. Any more excitement and I might fall off my chair.
2: But that (laughs) sounds great.
0: (laughs) Editor's Picks of the Month, June 1998. Their top 10 in reverse order, starting at number 10, was Wario Land 2, and GoldenEye 007, World Cup 98, Need for Speed 3, Breath of Fire 3, Hot Shots Golf, 1080p, Snowboarding, Einhander, Panzer Dragoon Saga, and Tekken 3. I actually, mm-hmm. I really
2: love, I, I, I wish, like, I got, maybe I can lobby, Sam, we can get together a group and bring something like this back for IGN, where it's like, completely context free. Yep. Just like just the picks of the month. And like, you know, it'll be it'll be Mass Effect this month and then next month that'll drop down to number five All off the charts. Like it'll be replaced with something else.
1: Like off yeah, the charts. It's so, it's so funny. GoldenEye's great, but you know, it's a little below hot shots golf. No, but in like second three. I actually it's really so respect it that. of
2: like, you know, something like Dota or like whatever could hang around like the number ten spot forever. Like t- until mm-hmm. the end of time. Yeah. Like
0: it's great. When all these games got EGM silver and gold awards, except World Cup 98. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's on the list. No. Yeah, it's
2: what they were it's, it's what they were all about that that month.
0: I love yeah. it. Yeah. And then their gaming moment of that month was Red Eyes, Achy Hands, six cases worth of empty beer beverage cans, all were the results of 48 hours of straight Iron Fist mayhem after the review guys got their hands on the first beta of Tekken 3. You think they really played it for 48 <clears throat> hours? I don't know if I believe it. No. <laughs> okay. No. Finally, the final word, a uh, little opinion piece is enough with the kid stuff, Nintendo.
3: <laughs> yeah. I remember this
0: era. Yeah. It never, um, it never ended.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just remember the dissing on it. It was yeah. like constant. It was like Nintendo is yeah. a kid
2: system. Blah, 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 blah. Well, and then Nintendo started
3: with Sega kept going.
2: And then Nintendo circa, you know, 2003 to five, they went really edgy and like leaned yeah, into well, it and, right. And then eventually sort of found their identity, I think.
0: There's one more thing for that issue I wanted to point out. There's a letter in the beginning that I forgot to mention. It just says, here comes a new challenger. And someone wrote in saying, my classmates and I would like to respond to your closing remarks in the April editorial, where you said creating a new and interact and innovative game. Anyone out there up to the challenge? I'd just like to say Yes. And that came from Neville Stevens, who is a student game developer at Red River Community College. But he doesn't say anything. He just says, yes, He's that's him answering their questions. And EGM's response was, okay, we'll keep an eye out for you.
2: Did you look him up? I want to look him up on like Moby Games now. Know. see if he, he's... He, went,
0: he went on to make Halo. <laughs> no, but ladies and gentlemen, I did locate Neville Stevens. Oh, boy. Formerly of Red River College. Who's What's he right? up to? A certificate in interactive game design in 1999, and he's currently a production coordinator at Tangent Animation. I love it. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure what they do, but maybe they work on video games, and I hope I hope so. That counts. It's close right. enough. Yeah, counts as close <laughs> enough. That's amazing. And that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Sean S. We're going to try to make this a lightning round, so let the question begin.
2: Uh, did it come out before January 1st,
3: 1990? No. Is this a 90s game? No yikes did
1: this Uh, did this go ahead go ahead nope okay did this come out between uh 2010 (laughs) wait hold on 2000 and 2010
3: yes (laughs) was was this was this an uh an action game an rpg (laughs) or a shooter what yes (laughs) Yes. <laughs> is that legal? Yeah. <laughs> I've,
1: I've, been off, I've been off a little too long. <laughs> Just change, changing the rules here. <laughs> you can do it. There are no rules. Apparently. We David, what genre happened?
3: to One of three. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. It? So
1: I was I was so baffled. Action, that...
3: RPG, or jo- as an action game, an RPG <clears throat> game, or a shooter. And it's or 2000
2: okay. to th- 2010.
3: Okay. Is it an RPG? Right. <laughs> no.
1: Well, all right. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, so, is it a shooter? Yes. Easy. Let's nail this down. It's Halo. First person. Yes. Oh. When
2: it My came ears.
0: out, when was it exclusive to a console? When it was released. Yes.
1: Okay, and then eventually, okay.
3: Is multiplayer online a major component of this game?
1: No.
2: I'm thinking. I'm thinking Halo. No
3: multiplayer online was not a major component of the not game. Of not of the first not, Halo. Not
2: Halo 1. Halo 2 was know. like the big introduction it like Xbox Live
1: didn't 1 exist didn't even, yet. It didn't. It
2: wasn't
3: oh, a oh, be, oh, you're, you're saying LAN doesn't I see what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, okay, so was, uh, was this originally launched on an Xbox console? Yes. That's 10. Oh my gosh, I can't believe
2: it. Is this the first game in a series? Yes. <laughs> Does it star uh, Master Chief?
0: No. What? <laughs> I'm so glad I did
2: that.
1: <laughs> oh, he <laughs> oh, changed it at the last minute. I so mean, It's an Xbox first-person shooter that doesn't starve the market. Are there like? Chip? Are there it could like be, it it could be Ubisoft
3: shooters? It could sixes. be It could be Perfect yeah. Dark
1: Zero. Could be. Well, no. First in a series. Come on now. That's, yeah, but, that's,
3: yeah. No, no, that's that's for Xbox 360. Do we know? Which that's also know? true. Also we true. We don't. Oh, we yeah, only we know said, an
1: Xbox
2: console. That's Is this an true. Xbox 360 game? Yes.
1: Okay, so it could be perfect. No, no because that's... that's uh, so, right, okay, let here. me hit
2: the reset button here. First person shooter, Xbox 360, no. first in mm-hmm. a series, doesn't focus on online multiplayer. Uh, okay, so there's Fear. Yep. There's... Um, condemned Criminal Origins. There's Condemned. Uh, there's there's one that just flashed into my mind, and now it's
1: gone. Bioshock. Oh, it might be Bioshock. Wait, was that exclusive? It wasn't day and date with PS3?
3: Yeah, it was exclusive to the Xbox 360 when came out. Mm, I don't. Like, I don't
2: recall that specifically, but the PS3 was going through some tough times in that era. So, a lot of stuff, like, you I, know, like the original I, Mass
1: Effect was like Xbox.
2: I would, and we and mention, I would believe we, it either guys, way. This is
3: Lightning. So, have we mentioned this game yet?
1: Yes. Okay, it might be Bioshock. Uh, okay, so. Does
0: it take place underwater? Yes.
2: Is it Bioshock? Oh,
0: okay. It's Bioshock. Woo! Yay. There it Nicely is. job. 2007. Cool. I think it came right. the, a year later to PlayStation 3. That sounds about right. I was All hoping cool. we weren't going to be tripped up on the first person shooter thing. Right. Boy,
3: yeah.
0: Man, I love I love the original Bioshock so
1: much. I do yep. too. I I am, I'm interested game. in playing it again.
2: You
3: would think the genre hack would be too good, but it's not because we didn't get <laughs> no. uh, game who's game i still can't remember from last week that we've mentioned several times in this episode Ray Ray Vincent Vincent Masashi. Masashi.
0: thank you for the suggestion sean s uh if listeners and viewers have their own suggestions for 20 questions email them to me at the email address gamescoop at ign.com and that's all the scoops we have for you this week thank you to sam thank you justin thank you mark thank you to nick working behind the scenes making this show happen my name is damon this is IGN game scoop and we're out.